going on, everyone? Welcome back to the podcast. I'm Andre Hutchins, and I'm the host of this podcast, and you are listening to episode 54 of the Backseat Directors podcast, your movie review and recommendation podcast on all the latest and greatest that Hollywood has to offer. <laughs> um, oh, <laughs> You guys, I can't tell you how many times I usually record an intro, but uh, it's usually around like five times before I, I feel like I get it right. Um, but you know what? I'm just going to go with it. So welcome everyone to new listeners and listeners who have been around since uh, hopefully maybe the beginning. Um, yeah, welcome back. Um, today, it's just me. Uh, it's kind of been the trend lately, um, but this is going to be a rapid movie review. So let's go ahead and introduce this week's movie. Backseat Directors presents this week's movie. And this week's double feature movie review. Yes, that's right, double feature because uh, the first one we did this week was on Hostiles. But today's movie review is on Paddington 2. Movie Details. Following the events of the first Paddington movie, Paddington Bear has settled into his new life with his new family in London. The Brown family has fully embraced the bear from darkest Peru and is treated as an equal part of the family. Paddington's Aunt Lucy has her 100th birthday coming up and Paddington wants to get her a very special gift to ship back to deepest darkest Peru. Paddington finds the perfect gift for his Aunt Lucy, but it is a rare collectible and much too expensive for Paddington. The little bear decides to get a job and save his money toward purchasing this perfect gift. But unbeknownst to him, someone else has their eye on the same rare collectible. One night a thief breaks into the antique shop and steals Paddington's gift. Paddington witnesses the crime happening and tries to intervene. Unable to stop the thief, Paddington is caught in the wrong place at the wrong time and is arrested. Paddington's world is turned upside down as he strives to make new friends in a new place clear his good name, and recover his Aunt Lucy's stolen gift. Paddington 2 was released in U.S. theaters on January 12, 2018. It has a running time of 1 hour and 44 minutes, and it is rated PG for some action and mild humor. Um, so kidsinmind.com, uh, as, as a good family movie should, uh, got a good family movie score. So kidsinmind.com uh, gives Paddington 2 a 1 out of 10 for sexual content. A 3 out of 10 for violence, and again, I, in my opinion, this, the violence is very, very mild. And a 1 out of 10 for profanity. And just for reference, the first Paddington movie had the exact same Kids in Mind uh, ratings. The movie stars Ben Wishaw uh, as the voice of Paddington, Sally Hawkins as Mrs. Mary Brown, Hugh Bonneville as Mr. Henry Brown, and Hugh Grant as Phoenix Buchanan. Also, Imelda Staunton, or Stanton, it might be Staunton, uh, plays the voice of Aunt Lucy. And if any of you do not know who Imelda Staunton is, just think back on Dolores Umbridge from Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix. And just a quick note on Sally Hawkins. She has been nominated for an Oscar for Best Lead Actress in The Shape of Water. The Shape of Water is up for Best Picture. And I'm uh, honestly, I'm not too familiar with um, Sally Hawkins' acting career, but she was absolutely wonderful in both Paddington movies. Um, I just, I really didn't just love her in those movies. She has a very charming way about her and just her presence on, on screen. 
So the film Paddington 2 was directed and co-written by Paul King. King's uh, directing career is really just getting started and just kind of taken off now. Paddington 2 was only the third feature film he has directed. He also did Paddington, and Paddington was only his second film. Uh, the mu- musical score uh, for Paddington was du- uh, composed, sorry, composed by Dario uh, Marinelli. Uh, the score was cute, charming, and just very overall happy type music uh, that fits perfectly with the film. Uh, Marinelli has also done the movie scores for the recent Darkest Hour starring Gary Oldman and also the score for the two- 2016 film Kubo and the Two Strings. Paddington 2 had a production budget of an estimated $40 million. And the opening weekend in the U.S. brought in over $11 million, which is a decent opening weekend, um, with the worldwide box office exceeding $185 million currently. The first Paddington film grossed over $259 million, and I fully anticipate Paddington 2 to get close to those same numbers. I don't think it's going to equal it or exceed it, but it will get close. However, this is a great return on the studio's investment, and I fully, fully anticipate to see a third film to make Paddington to make a Paddington trilogy. Okay, listeners, now on to the movie review. Backseat Directors Movie Review. Have you guys ever wondered what, like, what is the standard for perfection in a movie? Or if that's even something measurable? You know, so when we're talking about, like, what is the perfect such and such kind of movie? This is actually something that I've been (laughs) thinking about a lot. Excuse me. uh, Since watching Paddington 2. And even the first Paddington. So... My wife and I, we, uh, we just recently got back from a trip, and um, on our plane ride over uh, to our destination, we watched Paddington on Netflix. Uh, neither of us had seen it, but um, we heard that Paddington 2 was getting really good reviews and ratings, and so we're like, you know what, let's just watch Paddington, then we'll go see Paddington 2. And so um, we saw Paddington, loved it, absolutely loved it, saw Paddington 2, loved it. And so what I'm getting at when I was saying, you know, I was thinking about like, what is the definition of like a perfect movie or this type of movie? Um, Honestly, Paddington, both Paddington movies, in my opinion, are the perfect family movies. These movies are so charming and so just wonderfully, um, I I don't know really how else to describe it other than happy. These movies bring such a big smile to your face. And yes, even as an adult, I think most adults, if not all of them, will enjoy these movies. And so, yeah, if you have kids and stuff like that, um, you know, they're going to love these movies. But these movies are done so well in such a way that they are going to be entertaining um, and very enjoyable to watch for anyone of any age. And so I was so impressed with Paddington 2. And and I, I guess, you know, this is supposed to be a review of Paddington 2. But uh, I'll throw in a little bit of Paddington as well, just because I watched that recently for the first time. But, um, oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay, I, I got to be honest also, listeners. Um, I, I'm i really not sure if I had ever heard of Paddington Bear before these movies. I, maybe, maybe in my childhood I'd probably seen a book or read a book or something like that. But these, this is, this is a, a British children's book um, or children's book character, I should say Paddington is. So he, he first appeared, I've got my notes right here. He first appeared on October 13th, 1958 in the UK. The author was Michael Bond and the book was a bear called Paddington. And since then, I believe they've sold over 30 million copies of, of 
20 different books and things like that, that, you know, Paddington Bear, I would say is just as popular, maybe if not more in some circles, uh, more popular than Winnie the Pooh. And so it just kind of seems like uh, the British people love their bears. So, you know, you have Winnie the Pooh and you have Paddington Bear. But yeah, Paddington has been around for quite a while. But, you know, just maybe it was, you know, just kind of, I guess, in my adulthood years, uh, I maybe forgot about Paddington. But, you know, these movies, these movies um, definitely have created a sense of of just kind of wanting to share these stories uh, with um, hopefully future kids uh, that my wife and I have. And yeah, just stories that I'm going to want to share and read to my kids and things like that and movies that I'm going to go out and buy so my kids can grow up and watch these films. Um, I, I was so impressed at how how much I enjoyed uh, these Paddington movies. And yes, uh, Paddington 2. Um, I, I think... I think I enjoyed Paddington 2 more. Um, my wife said that she enjoyed the first Paddington more, but that she loved both still. Um, and yeah, my love you know, for both are just shared equally. I mean, <laughs> as you can probably tell, like I, I cannot praise these movies enough. But um, So yeah, Paddington Bear has been around for quite a while. Um, he, he was so famous, uh, not just in, in the UK, but also around the world, but especially in the UK. So back in 1994, when the Channel Tunnel uh, was finished and complete that connected England to France uh, under the English Channel, so you could take a train under the freaking water and go, go you know, from one country to the other. Um, but when the channel was complete, because they started on both sides, so they started one, uh, you know, on the UK side and one on the French side, and then they met in the middle. And so what they did is when the English side or the British side met with the French side, um, they exchanged gifts. And so, and I just found this out and I thought it was very cool. Um, but, uh, and this, um, it, just getting my notes from the very reliable Wikipedia source. It says Paddington Bear, uh, a Paddington Bear soft toy was chosen by British tunnelers as the first item to pass through to their French counterparts when the two sides of the Channel Tunnel were linked in 1994. So uh, very cool. Kind of just a a, a fun, cool factoid. But um, okay, so back to the movie. Um, Some of the things that really stood out to me in this movie, and okay, by the way, um, I usually do my critiques first, but... I honestly have nothing bad to say about this movie. The movie right now is getting a 100% approval rating on Rotten Tomatoes. And I have to say that I am 100% pleased by this and 100% agree with this 100% approval rating. So 178 critics on Rotten Tomatoes have uh, uh, reviewed this movie and they all gave it a thumbs up. And so, um, you know, I and I'm my feelings align fully with uh, how the critics, I guess, have viewed and enjoyed this movie. Um, that, uh, yeah, so um, I, I just, I guess, going back to what I was saying about critiques, um, I have none for this movie. I really don't. There was nothing about this movie that I thought was lacking in any way. You know, for a family movie, in my opinion, this was perfect or near perfect, I guess, if you can, you know, <laughs> create some type of of standard or measurement to yeah, gauge perfection within a film. But anyway, um, I really don't have any critiques. I loved everything about this movie from, from the musical score to the acting to those selected uh, or casting uh, who were casted for these characters. Um, Hugh Grant was so awesome and so funny in this movie. Um, I, I can't remember the last movie I saw with Hugh Grant in it. 
it may have been one that my wife may <laughs> kind of sat me down and watched. It was that one where he's kind of like a washed up old eighties, uh, musician and like Drew Barrymore come, comes and help, helps him write lyrics or something like that. I can't remember the name of that movie. You guys help me out. Uh, anyway, yeah. Send me a message if you guys <laughs> can remember the name of that movie. But I think that's the last one that I saw with Hugh Grant in it. And, um, but anyway, I just, I was reminded at how good of an actor he is and how funny he is. And, and yeah, he was great. Um, so he, he plays the bad guy or the antagonist in the first Paddington movie. Um, it was a Nicole Kidman and she was also great, uh, and a really good casting choice for the antagonist in that movie. And so, um, but yeah, so the, the, the highlights for me in this film, because again, I'm skipping right over the critiques cause I don't have any, I love the acting Hugh Grant, especially, but also Sally Hawkins. Sally Hawkins is so phenomenal in this movie. She has such a big, beautiful heart and, and portrays this uh, uh, unconditional motherly love for Paddington and her own family that it's so um, contagious and so attractive uh, w- just viewing the film and just seeing her portray this character on screen. I loved her in this movie. I loved her in both movies, but also, <laughs> also uh, Hugh. Um, oh, what's his name? Let me scroll up to my notes again. The guy that played um, Sally Hawkins husband in the movie, uh, Hugh Bonneville, so Hugh Bonneville, in terms of maybe character development or character arcs within the movie, he's the one that's going to have the biggest in, in both of the movies too. The first one more so, but even even in the second one. So he's kind of all the, always the the doubting person or the guy that's not quite so sure about you know Paddington being a part of the family, etc. Um, he there is there is there is no sense that he doesn't love Paddington or want Paddington in in this movie, but you know just. Uh, <laughs> Um, just how his wife operates. He's very different. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, he, he was great too. I, I just, uh, you know, the, the, well, I guess, no, I, I'm not going to get to the message yet. I just, uh, let me hit on a couple more highlights. Um, one of them is the filming style. I love the filming style of both of these movies. So it's very reminiscent of Wes Anderson films. So anyone who, who is familiar with Wes Anderson films, um, or if you don't know Wes Anderson, the movies he's directed is like um, the Grand Budapest Hotel or Fantastic Mr. Fox. So within his, he, he has a very unique style and, and people just say that his movies are stylized. And so what that means is if you see his films, you know exactly this is a Wes Anderson film. And so some of the techniques he uses is he heavily emphasizes symmetry so uh, in all the shots that he uses, ev- everything is very symmetrical. Um, and in the colors, the color palettes and how he uses colors in such a way that it, 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 it empowers and emphasizes certain scenes. And so, and, and, it, and it's very reminiscent in these Paddington movies. Um, not, not maybe as much as Wes Anderson, where it's kind of Wes Anderson does it throughout the entire film. Um, but maybe like a third, a third to maybe half of the Paddington movies are, are filmed in, in this kind of similar style and it works perfectly. It's so good. There, uh, you know, and I'm, again, these are, these are, um, uh, these are spoiler free movie reviews. And so I'm not going to give too much away. Um, but this is, this really isn't a spoiler, but there's, uh, a scene where Paddington does go to jail and he's in jail, uh, but um, uh, he does something to the laundry and it turns it. it okay, maybe. Okay, I'm trying to decide if I actually want to say this. Maybe I'll hold it. I'll hold it. So, uh, and I'll just encourage you guys to go see the movie. But 
the 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 scenes within the jail are my favorite scenes of the movie. Um, just the, the the direction of the movie, the storytelling within these scenes, and the overall messages that are portrayed in the jail scenes are my favorite. And also how how they are filmed and directed, and so just the style of these scenes within within the the jail scenes, and so. Um, my highlights, definitely my highlights of the movie. But uh, so let's let's go ahead and move on to kind of this the final part of uh, my review, and that is, uh, I guess, the overall messages or themes that I took away from this movie. And there are plenty. There are so many things that a person can t- can take away from this movie, and that your children will take away from this movie too if you take them to go see it. But uh, for me, the one that stuck out the most is the old adage of wherever you go, there you are. And thus it is with Paddington. Paddington has such an optimistic and and positive demeanor that no matter where he is, he doesn't allow his circumstances to influence him. He influences his circumstances, whether that is with um, his adopted family, the Browns, or whether that is when he goes to prison. Um, wherever he is, he makes the most of it, and he is a positive influence on those around him. And I love that message. I love it. I feel like too often, and I and I'm saying this for myself too. But you know, it, I guess if you guys can relate to this, but too often I feel like I allow my circumstances to influence me. You know, so whether it's it's at work or um, you know, you you name it. Well, I guess if you're in the car and you get cut off by someone, or you're in the grocery store and the line is really long, you know, too often we find ourselves being influenced by our circumstances instead of being able to influence those around us in our circumstances around us in a very positive way. And so, you know, Paddington is a great example of of how to do this and how he he really is steadfast and strong. And just always looking at your 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 glasses half full, and and I believe that I really I truly believe that one individual has the power to create such a positive influence for everyone around us. And so, you know, even though you might encounter those around you who have kind of the glasses half empty view on life, or just on the selves, or people, or or just their circumstances in general. But yet, when we live in such a way, in such a way like Paddington lives, <laughs> and you'll understand what I mean if you see these movies, um, we we will have the ability and the power to influence people for good. And so, I just I love that message in the movie. Um, these are movies, guys. These are movies I'm going to buy. Absolutely going to buy these movies. Movies I'm going to pass down to my kids. I'm going to show them. And yeah, just movies that I am happy to have in my home. And so that is my review of Paddington 2. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Let's go ahead and move on to the last segment. And that is my Backseat Director's Recommendation. Our Recommendation. And yes, obviously, you guys can probably already guess my recommendation. I usually uh, am unable to hold back on a movie that uh, I, I very much enjoyed. And so, yeah, to no surprise, my recommendation is a go see it. Absolutely go see Paddington 2. Whether you have kids uh, or you don't have kids, if you have a significant other or don't, <laughs> go to the movie by yourself. I guarantee any of you who are listening will enjoy this movie. It's near impossible not to. If you haven't seen the first Paddington, it's currently on Netflix, at least in the U.S. I know it's on Netflix, so 
watch it. it you don't even have to rent it if you have a Netflix subscription or you know someone that has a Netflix subscription. Watch Paddington, then go see Paddington 2. Um, so yeah, you guys, thanks so much for tuning in. This has been our Backseat Director's review of Paddington 2. Very much appreciate all of you tuning in and downloading today's episode. If you guys like the podcast uh, or just uh, let us know what you think of the podcast, go to iTunes and leave us a rating. It really helps the podcast out. helps us continue to be noticed. And for any, you know, person who's a film fan like me or just loves listening, you know, to movie reviews, let them know about this podcast and tell them to leave a rating and a review on iTunes. Uh, You can find the podcast uh, like I said, on t- iTunes and Apple Podcasts, you can also find it on Google Play for all of you Android users, uh, Stitcher or Podbean, and really any other podcast outlet. Um, and so, yeah, once again, thank you so much. My name is Andre Hutchins with Backseat Directors, and we'll see you guys next week at the movies. The Backseat Directors theme song is Let's Go to the Movies by Ozo Motley. You can find the album, Ozo Motley Presents Ozo Kids, and all of their other music on iTunes. Join the conversation online and follow Backseat Directors on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at The BD Podcast. Documentaries, uh, so many options, so much variety. There's a perfect movie for you and him and her and me. Uh, so find your seat in the perfect row. Sit back, relax, kick up your feet, and turn off your phone. 